Ramble. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of You Can Sit With Us. I'm one of your hosts, Becky. I'm joined by my co-host, Maggie. Hello. Ariel. Hello. And Rachel. Hi. And in today's episode, we're just going to dive right in to probably one of the biggest things that's going on in most of our lives, which is the elections coming up. Voting. Shit's getting real. It's, huge. And it's getting real fast. I know. It's here. Yeah. Who voted already? I voted early. Me. Me. Yeah. We've all voted. We've all voted. Yeah. It's voting season. It is voting season. Well, yeah. in California, they sent us all mail-in ballots. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. That was huge. Was yeah. really big. Was that your first time doing mail-in? Or no, have you done it before? We've actually done mail-in uh, since I... On, okay. I'm going to be quite honest right now uh, mm-hmm. i've never been to an in-person oh, voting place oh, wow. oh, i've done mail i've never so i don't know what is behind those curtains <laughs> those, like you know like people have yeah. these these the blinders up i don't know what's in there yeah like do wow. they take a piece of the, do they take a scantron and like you know do a little scantron yeah. thing is that what it is so it's pretty much the same thing that you fill out at home but it slides in some places that i've gone it slides into a um, things your circle can be perfect mm-hmm. so it only like will box off the question that you're um being asked oh fascinating. i actually never until recently slid it into the thing i just lined it up and stressed out and like took a really long time voting and at one point my husband was like how did you take so long to vote and i was like i had to get the circles perfect he was like did you put it in i was like in what? In where? <laughs> Wait, so it's like a like an automated circle maker? It's not automated. It's like um how do you describe it? It's like you insert your paper into a plastic almost thing. like uh, clipboard kind okay. of thing. Yeah, and then the questions line up and it flips uh-huh. over and then it only shows you what line you're voting on. Yeah. You have a little a little circle stamp. Yeah. Cool. Except for in the primaries in California, mine was digital. Do you remember the first time you voted? I've always done mail-in as well. I'm like oh. team Rachel with it now. Forever. Yeah, just because I, I think the first time I voted was in 2016, I believe. Yeah. That was the first time you voted? I know. You are so young. You're so I know. young, Maggie. You are oh so God. young. I'm the baby of the... First time I, I voted was 1979. <laughs> <laughs> 30 years ago, we had to walk to the polls yeah. in the snow. Uphill. <laughs> what was your first election, Ariel? Uh, my first election was the first election that Obama was in in 2008. Does that sound right? Uh-huh. 2008? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2008. That was when I, that was the first time I voted. Your yep. first election? That was actually my same first election. Was <gasps> really? 2008. Yeah, I was a oh. I was one of the people that is now being discussed in uh, propositions. I was 17 during the <gasps> primaries mm. and I turned 18 in May and then I was able to vote for Obama <laughs> in <laughs> 2008. Yeah, in college. So I actually got to vote for Obama twice. But what I didn't know, because I didn't get to vote in the primaries, and I don't know if I don't know if my parents told me about it or not, or I maybe just didn't listen. I went in just like Obama, 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 and then I get there, and it's a whole 
list. Oh, yeah. Like the phrase <laughs> vote down the ballot meant nothing to me at the time. And I had no idea. I knew like one or two people in Chicago that I could vote for. But other than that, I actually left almost my whole ballot blank. And <laughs> oh I felt... Gosh. So bad. What did what did you imagine? Do you think you just hand somebody like a red card or a blue card? I li- I thought it was just like one piece of paper, and it was like hmm. you fill it out, and then you vote for the president. And I think I knew like maybe mayor or something like that, but I had uh-huh. no idea that there were so many other things and so many propositions. So yeah, bet your ass the four years later I was ready. I was Came like, prepared. I had my like pre-filled out one. I was like, I got this. I studied. I studied. I studied. I googled. Yeah. Sometimes I do wonder if it would be better that way. You know, if like more mm. people would vote, if if the choice, if if it wasn't this, you know, sort of onerous thing where you had to go in and spend, you know, fifteen minutes like pouring over all these different propositions and things like that. If it was just like. A or B. So Those are your choices. voting like every week so you can get a new proposition <laughs> yeah. next week. Yeah. <laughs> you just mail it back in. Yeah. That would make, I think that would make people they, crazy. They send you an email. <laughs> You're yeah. like, yes. I pick this one. You know what surprised me this year on the ballot was how many people are still in the presidential race, technically. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? Kanye West? <laughs> no. No. Okay. I've never even heard of some of these people. Yeah. They're in? You know, that actually uh, makes me think, why wasn't Kanye West involved in the debates? Because he wasn't, a, he's not registered. He's not actually a registered. <laughs> now he's like, like a write-in. And if you write in Kanye, you're, you're voting. voting. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah, I'm you. looking at all the cameras. Do not write in Kanye. That is messed up. Yeah. That There's is. just too much at stake this year yeah. to be throwing your vote away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you guys find any um, resources helpful online in all those propositions that Ariel was talking about? It did mm-hmm. seem like there were a lot of mm-hmm. big important propositions and a lot of like important races, at least here in uh, Los Angeles. There yeah, was for sure. Um, this year I utilized the ACLU and uh, the New York Times voter guides. And mm-hmm. I didn't use that before. I didn't know that was I my first election that I voted and I actually just used what they sent you in the mail. But I've learned that there's so many more other resources, incredible resources that you can utilize and have multiple pages open while you're filling out your ballot at home. We really like Ballotpedia. That was the first time we we used it this year. Keith is very, he's probably like more deep divey into a lot of the propositions than I was. Um, And he found that really helpful because he likes Mm -hmm. to look at what, and what he said that helped me look at things was look at who is proposing it, who's paying for it, and who's opposed to it. Mm -hmm. Right, because sometimes with the language, you can't tell, like they'll use a word that you in theory agree with yeah. stem cell research i agree mm-hmm. with that mm-hmm. idea mm-hmm. but then when you l- really dive into the language you have to sort of figure out what the ballot or what the proposition is getting at and mm-hmm. what they're really getting at is not is stem cell research good or bad available yeah. or not mm-hmm. it's like who's paying for it only california mm-hmm. no no that's messed up yeah you know yeah it's um it's tricky. The propositions can be tricky. I think the hardest one this year was the Uber and Lyft one. Absolutely. I just did not. We kept going back and forth looking at just like what people said online, like people who work for Uber and Lyft. Mm-hmm. And then we were looking at the Ballotpedia. We were looking at, you know, mm-hmm. everything Black Lives Matter put out there. 
uh, propositions that they supported or didn't support. And it was just like, it was a lot. Rachel, I think you touched on it earlier. Um, but the propositions get so confusing and yeah. it seems like they're purposefully making it confusing, especially um, when more conservative prop propositions come up. Um, they want, I, to me, it seems like they want to make it difficult for you to vote. And as mm -hmm. we're seeing, you know, now just in the United States, they're trying to make it physically difficult for people to vote mm -hmm. as well. My um, brother and sister-in-law live in Houston, Texas, which has now gone down to one <gasps> drop-off. Wow. Polling. Unreal. My, so my parents uh, vote in Houston as well. Mm -hmm. And um, they decided to vote in person because they were just, you know, they were just worried about. Mm -hmm. they, they, they usually vote by mail just and have it <laughs> sent to, you know, wherever they are. Mm -hmm. um, but they wanted to vote in person and it was lines three hours long mm -hmm. yeah. i mean just it, it 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 in some places it is just impossible to vote especially like working class because those are the people that have the mm -hmm. can't mm -hmm. take time off like when i worked minimum wage i didn't i couldn't we didn't get election day off you yeah. had to go early in the morning before your shift or mm -hmm. election day would be a federal holiday if the federal government wanted you to vote mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. easy the yeah. end yeah that's uh, that I, I mean, yeah, that that statement in itself means so much. Yeah, it should. Be, I mean, it should be a national holiday. It yes. is. It mm -hmm. is our right to vote. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we should be able to like they should make it as possible, like as humanly possible yeah. to do that. Yeah. In the I, last presidential election, I think a third of the country didn't vote. And it just shows how many barriers there are. You're right, Maggie. 43% of eligible voters did not vote in the presidential election, which is 100 million people. That's almost half. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Vote. Go vote. There's too much on the ballot this year. Yeah. Right. What's yeah. on the ballot for you? I want someone who represents all the needs of Americans, minorities oh. included. Um, I want a president that acknowledges science and doesn't yeah. deny uh, or uh, doesn't downplay the effects of the coronavirus. Um, I want a president who doesn't uplift white supremacy. <laughs> um, it seems, seems like the simple. least we could ask. Yeah, it seems like the bare minimum you could ask of the highest office in the United States. Seriously. Yeah. For yeah. me, it's... Uh, okay, so <clears throat> I, I talked a little bit about the debates and... I found it very, very difficult to watch the debates, um, the presidential debates specifically, just because I, I felt like, I, uh, like, why am I watching this if if I'm just going to be lied to, you know? Like it, it honestly feels like that is the one thing that we should be able to expect from someone in the highest office mm -hmm. is that. We will, like, yes, sometimes it's in, like, the best interest of national security to to not tell the American public certain things. I understand that. But blatant lies or, like, misinformation is is not what we deserve. It's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. Yeah. It is. It absolutely is. I, and, and it's, and it, it goes beyond frustrating for me. It, mm -hmm. it turns into this like <laughs> this like hot anger <laughs> in my like in my chest where i just think to myself like i know that 
this is misinformation. Mm -hmm. But there are people who don't. And people are consuming different media. Even even if you see it and it, it's so crystal clear to you, unfortunately, I, f I urge everyone to be very critical of the media that they're consuming and making mm -hmm. sure that it's uh, fact-checked. And because it, it's true, there's different, if you watch The Social Dilemma or the, mm -hmm. what's the other one on Netflix, the, the media hack? Yeah, Cambridge Analytica one. Yeah, I don't remember the name like of people it. are just consuming art in different pockets of the internet and it right. may not be as crystal clear to another person. And I think that has led to just this huge political divide. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's horrifying. Like I, I consider myself a progressive and I don't think that should be looked down upon. And unfortunately, I see a lot of misinformation on the internet. It's super hard. How should I start? It's super hard to talk about just like the political divide in this country. And I remember growing up, um, my both my parents are immigrants and it was always, I was always told like, please don't talk about politics, Maggie, at the table with mm -hmm. your immediate family, with family, friends, like, and I think we've never really openly talked about it, but I think it was a way for my parents to be liked by mm -hmm. immediate family members and close friends. Cause I grew up, I moved out of the town that I grew up in and I'm realizing now that it's a uber conservative town. You were oh, you're yeah. from OC. Yeah, yeah. from Orange County. And it wasn't how it is now mm -hmm. growing up and like people could have political conversations without it being a screaming match. And I've had tough conversations with people, but it's really hard to talk about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It really bums me out, yeah. I think the mm -hmm. things we're divided on are really big and they're very like at people's cores. Like we're not disagreeing on small issues. Mm -hmm. We're disagreeing yeah. on racism, homophobia, the environment and our planet, you know, mm -hmm. borders and immigration yeah. and families staying together. We're disagreeing about things that like come from our core. So yeah. it's hard to disagree. I was personally very shocked in 2016. <laughs> I moved from Illinois to California. So or not 2016, 20. Yeah, 2016. Yeah, that was yeah, that yeah one. 2016. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, we've lived a thousand lives <laughs> Is that this year. Came into office. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was I went from a blue state to a blue state and I grew up around very like-minded people, you know, I have one or two family members that maybe believe in QAnon. Um <sighs> woof. Just not good. Not good at all. Uh but I went from a group of people that really thought Hillary was going to win. <laughs> yeah, I had yeah. absolutely no doubt in my mind. Did I went to work that either. day. I Didn't had my all? I voted sticker. I think, yeah. We were ready. We were like, there is no way. This man literally just said, grab him by the pussy a week ago. Yeah. A presidential nominee said has pussy. Like, yeah. <laughs> Come on. I was like, there's no way. And it was just such a devastating Loss. Uh, loss. And then to find out that like it's something like 45% of white women voted for Trump. But I do wonder to myself, like, what is it about Trump that people are voting for? I think he kind of speaks to the lowest 
common denominator sometimes. He speaks to people that feel looked down on and spoken down to. Mm. Um, and he ignites that part yeah. of them that says science is keeping you down. And liberals are the reason that you have problems. You, you know, mm-hmm. it's things have been done to you. Yeah. And so I think he validates that in them. And I think there are just really racist people and there are people that do have some really horrific thoughts and he gave them permission to say those things i think it's you know in the past whether or not they've thought those things they at least kept it in their heads Mm -hmm. i think now he's sort of given this voice to a group of and emboldened people to just live with such vitriol and anger it just it's a lot of anger and if your single news source is Fox News, you're oh getting a totally God. different side of Very everything. Yeah. And you're not hearing a lot of things. And what you are hearing is completely false. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And remember, Hillary won the popular vote. And what the Electoral College is how a president actually wins. And so some states have more power than other states. And the Number of votes Trump won by in 2016 was 80,000 total across three different battleground states. On the way into this this morning, I heard on NPR that people were early voting in California, 40,000 a day. That's two days of early voting was the entire number of people, 80,000 people. That's not even a small town. That's Mm -hmm. nothing. That's chump change in the election. That's what he won by. Yeah. And a hundred million eligible voters didn't vote. That's ludicrous. If you think about all that has happened in the last four years and and just the policies that have been put into place or taken away um, just by those 80,000 people, Mm -hmm. it's kind of incomprehensible. It's incomprehensible. They're coming for your birth control. They're coming for your right to an abortion. They're coming for your gay marriage. They're coming for your right to immigrate. They're coming for our planet. Like it's really, Mm -hmm. it is dire and important and not voting's not okay. Or prohibiting people from voting. Yeah. Yeah. Making it harder for people to vote is absolutely unacceptable. Voter intimidation. Yes. And did you know if you skip two elections, they will unregister you to vote. Mm -hmm. If you don't vote in two sequential um, presidential elections, they'll just deregister you. And you might not know it. Wow. You get no notification. Yeah. So always check when you go to the DMV, a lot of them will let you register to vote. My biggest suggestion is register to vote when you get your driver's license uh, renewed Mm -hmm. and register to be an organ donor, if that's something you're comfortable with. They let you do it all right at the beginning. Mm -hmm. So just do it. Get it out of the way. Um, I think the Electoral College is really reflective of the uh, big problems that we have in this country where it uh, is states, especially ones that are more conservative, are getting more votes than Mm -hmm. states that have more liberal or progressive views. And we're seeing that happen right now in real time on the Supreme Court with the confirmation of Amy Coney Barrett, yeah. Amy Terrible Lady, uh-huh. um, but <laughs> yeah, we're today. we're the major the actual uh-huh. minority God. in ideology uh-huh. is now the majority ruling. Uh-huh. So they're not speaking for the majority of the people that live in the United States. Yeah, and, and it's and if she crazy. Get, I think that now that she's getting uh, confirmed confirmed today, no. I think we're gonna have a ele- uh, Supreme Court that's just that's been. This the last time we had a, this conservative of a Supreme Court was like back in the 1930s. Wow, which, which is bone chilling. 
it to me it it completely negates the uh like usefulness of the supreme court yeah yeah you know like they are here to take on the nation's biggest issues and weigh them not as republicans or democrats or you know conservative versus liberal like yes they have they they come to the court with certain views absolutely who who wouldn't but you know their job as lifetime appointees is to to look at these issues in in terms of not their you know not how they feel about it or what's in their head it's to look at you know what the constitution says and and like it, how they interpret uh like certain certain texts mm-hmm. you know and it's it has become something so completely different yeah. it's mm-hmm. it's not about like almost this uh um uh like scholarly um thing anymore where the justices will you know look at something and discuss it it's more about what their what their party is saying i think the crazy part is too like presidential campaigns start like a year or two before the Mm. actual campaign starts like how is it that um i know back in 2016 obama tried to appoint a supreme justice with it in like what 60 days or a couple months of the the next election and it got blocked because uh, Republican. It was like 200 days. It was so long. Yeah. It, was, it was so long. It was like early in the year yeah. of yeah. an election year. Yeah. It was January or February, and yeah. they were like, and no way. Down. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, but now, I feel like it's not forward, fair to no. both sides conservatives, liberals, mm-hmm. Republicans, Democrats, to rush somebody in 30 days, 40, 39 days before an election mm-hmm. and put them in a lifetime position lifetime position which maybe that's something we should be talking about too maybe people shouldn't have lifetime positions (laughs) we don't need 90 year old white men deciding the semantics of the constitution that wasn't even written for all people no (laughs) we the people didn't include anyone in this room except for miles (laughs) (laughs) that's so true it's just it's crazy to rush something that could impact so many people Mm -hmm. with everything that's going on that is the most frightening thing for me uh is this uh is amy coney barrett getting put on the supreme court Mm -hmm. and having a supreme court that is wildly conservative um because there are so there there are things we take for granted right now that Mm -hmm. i certainly that i take for granted uh that i think are going to be taken away you know i think that like abortion rights i think that uh like trans rights and gay marriage Mm -hmm. you know these are these are all things that that i felt like were just sort of a a, like a a sign of of the nation moving forward Mm -hmm. and i truly feel like it's going to start to move backwards and i'm scared yeah i'm so Mm -hmm. scared of what's going to happen and i feel like there's nothing i can do i feel sad and helpless Mm. you know yeah like i don't know is is that something that you guys have to deal with as well or or is it 
you know, or do you kind of feel like there's a fire in your butt and you're like, let's do something about this? Yeah. Yeah. I get fired up. Yeah. I'm I get, lit. Yeah. I'm lit on telling people I love to, that you get to fired vote up. and to my beauty tips have gone way down on Instagram and my <laughs> you cartoons can talk about, about why you need to vote. And you can talk about politics <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah, you can yes. all of them. Yeah. Um, I love that. I love that you get fired up. I so much I enjoy so your up. Instagram. Yeah. So fired up. I just think I don't know. I, I think I'm very idealistic, but also very negative. So it's a weird contrast to be like, <laughs> it should be good, but everything is bad. It's like the constant battle of my mind. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like looking at it from different, I think, perspectives too, that, you know, I'm, I'm white female. Mm-hmm. That's a very privileged voting position to be in. I've never had a difficult time voting. I've never you know, not been able to get myself to a a polling place. I've never felt like my, a lot of my issues have been ignored or not in the majority, Mm -hmm. you know? So Mm -hmm. I think it's trying to step back and look at it from the most marginalized groups and seeing who's really truly affected by some of these policies and some of these things that you're voting for. And that's why it's important to vote down the ballot. (laughs) Don't be like (laughs) me the first time, vote down the ballot because you're, votes are for the uh, attorney general your votes are for the sheriffs your yeah. votes are for mm-hmm. um district attorney they're for and uh, that takes some work. i don't really know what a comptroller does right. but you vote yeah. for it and people who <laughs> don't think that uh the president has a lot of power he appoints the cabinet which is 15 mm-hmm. departments like do you have a home do you have yeah. children do you like nature? The Department of <laughs> Agriculture, uh, the Department of Urban Planning, yeah, right. Department of Education. It yeah. would be nice if we had a, a head of the Department of Education that actually uh, believed in education. Yeah. Or the was- pandemic <laughs> response team. Yes. Yeah. Trump fired. The FBI, yeah. the yeah. Uh, CIA, mm-hmm. the Supreme Court. It would be nice to get back into the uh, Paris climate change, perhaps. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, or Paris Climate Accord. It would yes, be uh, so. kind of nice to not be one of like three nations that <laughs> right, doesn't fucking just, believe the world's on fire. <laughs> that are like, no thanks, we're good. Yeah, I just, it's insane to me that we have a president that can't admit that climate change is real. Or as Mike Pence says, climate change is happening. It is changing the climate. Mike Pence, who proposed a law that every woman had to throw a full out paid expenses funeral for every miscarriage she had did you guys know that this was a law he put forth no yes for every miscarriage he wanted a funeral including expenses for that what a piece of shit stop it like oh, he's that. trying to of a child yeah he's, he's trying, trying to, to set make a it seem like an embryo is a functioning as a life human. as a yeah. human with rights that's that is so bizarre i'm just thinking to myself as somebody who has had a miscarriage mm-hmm. like there, there are so many just logistical barriers. To yes. That. Yes. I mean, yeah. What are you burying? What? That, what is that? Was everyone's question? And 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 also, you know, this coming from, I feel like the same person who, uh, who would like deny that a miscarriage ever happened. You know, like I feel as if there are women who who have to hide the fact that they've had miscarriages Mm -hmm. in a community where it's so um like such a hot button topic Mm -hmm. you know because they do blame themselves which Mm -hmm. that that's unreal yeah Uh, there's 
women cannot blame themselves for, for miscarriages. There, there's, there's so many things that we already can blame ourselves for, but you know, the things that your body does going through pregnancy is, is not one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Would have, I mean, it eventually got turned down, but it was in March. <laughs> oh, really? Oh yeah. <laughs> you think? It said force women to sink funerary services for a fetus, whether she had had an abortion or a miscarriage and no matter how far along the pregnancy was. You know, it's sad. It's like, Yes, that is a surprising thing that you just told us, but uh-huh. it's not like shocking for Mike Pence because no. right. he's also the man that believes you can pray and or shock the gay away. He <laughs> he passed laws in Indiana for gay conversion therapy that had electroshock. As one he, of the he basically believes in torturing kids so that well, they I, won't so they will deny their most basic human parts of themselves what is this like the 1930s i yes i think he also can't be alone with women i think that's like oh he has a thing right where he doesn't he can't be alone in a room with a woman which i would never want to be alone in a room with that man unless it was to like punch him in the face (laughs) here's the thing though guys biden can be elected Mm -hmm. that's the thing we have to remember yes yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. i do have hope that we'll have a leader that is respected on a world stage and i have uh, confidence in Kamala that will that she'll represent all of Americans and they have like if you go to his website and read about his policies and his plans um, I think a lot of people um, especially cons- fiscally conservative Americans are worried that they're going to be taxed heavily if Joe Biden is elective and they're going to le- lose all this money but that can't that is farther from the truth um, most of his plan is going after the wealthy and not most of Americans, not middle-class Americans. So I think that it's important that we educate ourselves on what what's at stake and what the plans are. Mm-hmm. One of the things I really like about Biden, he was not my pick in the primary. You know, I was team Bernie. I love Elizabeth Warren. Mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely align more with those values. But as a part of a country that is so divided, I felt like Biden is very moderate Mm -hmm. and can speak to both sides and that maybe after this presidency, we just need someone who can sort of bring together all people who have like decency and common sense to a more moderate presidency who doesn't really lean so far one way or the other. Mm -hmm. That might be really healthy for us. Yeah. And I think he has gone through a lot of things that a lot of Americans have gone through so he can empathize with a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was a widower when he was very young and uh, he also lost a child very early mm-hmm. in that same accident. Mm-hmm. Uh, he lost uh, Bo later in life mm-hmm. and Hunter struggled with addiction. Like these are all things that like American families do go through and mm-hmm. uh, deal with. So to see, especially to see like Trump like shit on Hunter for having an addiction and like, oh my God. It, it, I hope that spoke to the people that thought there was any shred of decency left in Trump yeah. because everyone knows someone who struggled with addiction, who has lost mm-hmm. a child, who's lost a parent. Like, right. You can, you know, feel those things. So mm-hmm. vote for vote for someone who has human decency and yes. just, <laughs> yeah, just it gives the bare minimum <laughs> yes yeah. of human decency <laughs> and and not just to, you know i mean the bare minimum to of of human decency to women mm. mm-hmm. that was a huge point for me in 
the you know, the first time that Trump was elected was just like, how are women supposed to respect themselves if our president doesn't even respect us? You know, like our voice, our bodies. <laughs> I, you, yeah. you know, he's lowered the bar. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's lowered the bar for everyone in in politics, I think, because yeah. we're willing to take whatever. Right. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I was on the same boat mm-hmm. with you. Uh, mm-hmm. Joe Biden was not my first choice, but sure as shit, I circled Biden-Harris. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anyone that we've talked about politicians that make us frustrated? <laughs> Is there like a politician or anyone in the government that you're really excited about that makes you yeah. um, look forward to the future? I think that we can all agree we love AOC and I haven't been this excited about a candidate in a really long time and i hope that one day she becomes president because she is amazing i know that she it wasn't expected for her to win i first heard about her on the um when she was first running yeah, yeah. she was just all over the internet she yeah. had a really good like grassroots digital campaign yeah. um and she's certainly wildly more progressive than most of the politicians that we've seen so i love that she fights for i know green new deal can sometimes be a dirty word to some people, but I think she came up with a really good plan and she's she sticks to what she believes. And mm-hmm. I think her getting elected and hopefully reelected uh, shows that young people do care. Yes. Young people do care about the environment. They care about human rights. They mm-hmm. care about reproductive rights. They care about um, queer rights. Mm-hmm. I, I, th- I think she's yeah a really awesome person to look up to and be excited about. And yeah. that they're capable. You know, that, mm-hmm. that, that young people are capable of taking on the, uh, the, the systems of government that are in place right now. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a, it feels, she feels very fresh. Yeah. She feels very, uh, she, it, it feels like a ray of hope. Yeah. Almost. Mm-hmm. Her being on the ballot in addition to Trump winning in 2016, I hope that that has fueled much more women wanting to run for office and mm-hmm. be involved in politics. And Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And young people. Yeah. I yeah. feel like she got some flack for being young, but we have some really old people in our <laughs> yeah. Congress and Why? Senate. It's just. Why do all of our politicians <laughs> have to be so old? You know? Yeah. Like, it, it, is it is it because people feel that uh, like th- that sort of wisdom to to be a part of the government comes from <laughs> age? Because I certainly don't think that's true. No, I don't yeah. think that's true either. I don't think I don't anyone know. in this room believes that's no. true. <laughs> no. I mean, what would our government be like if we had fresh new ideas? If we had some fresh yeah. new yeah. ideas. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. So guys, don't only wild. just go vote. Go fucking run for pol- run for politics. <laughs> yeah. Run for government. Do it. <laughs> she showed that you can do it. Yeah. You can be a fresh out of a uh, mm-hmm. college bartender. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you are qualified. Um, I didn't know if you guys tuned in, but AOC had one of the biggest get out the vote uh, rallies uh, mm-hmm. on Twitch where she played Among Us. The biggest rally ever. Yeah. And she has an Animal Crossing. She does? Right? I know the Biden Miles? campaign. Miles? Where does she <laughs> find the time? Biden campaign has the yeah. animal house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so cute. Wait, Mags, yeah. what was the number on that of people watching? Um, I think it was 435,000, according to Miles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. our podcast research pixie, <laughs> Miles. <laughs> Miles. Twitch guru as well. Our Twitch guru. I got really excited this year about uh, donating 
to different campaigns, mm-hmm. doing more than just the presidential campaigns. Mm-hmm. Um, just everything that was going on in the country, even if it's a small donation, we just started setting up some monthly donations. Yeah. That made me excited for the future. If you're looking for anything mm-hmm. um, exciting, donate. We love Equal Justice Initiative mm-hmm. and the Trevor Project. I was upset that I couldn't vote for Nithya because she's not in my district, but no. she has a she's been endorsed yeah. by Bernie Sanders yeah. and has a pretty progressive agenda. And oh. she's been getting some attack ads against her. Oh, yeah, that were yeah. I. Th- I think she addressed them on she social media and was like, "That is far from the truth." She was but. getting attacked for. Um, they said she took donations from like large corporations, but she had the receipts to show that when those donations came in, they were immediately returned. Mm-hmm. They, once they were uh, flagged or whatever mm-hmm. it was, because she said she wouldn't take. Yeah. It was either she wouldn't take X amount of money or she wouldn't take it from certain. Something interesting, the way they like drew out her district in LA, Mm -hmm. we are one block away and it's like, I don't know if it has to do with gerrymandering and stuff. It is gerrymandering. Yeah. Yeah. It was because we vote for Nithya and we live far away. Not far away, but but we live (laughs) about 30 minutes away from each other. Yeah. So it's interesting that we could be represented differently. So differently. Yeah. By one block. Mm hmm. It's literally if I lived across the street, I could vote for her. Yeah. Hers and it like through the city. It's very strange. Yeah. Would you guys ever consider running for public office? (laughs) Becky. I I, Becky, get fired up. I would be a press secretary. I I don't I don't mean it as a joke. I mean it it as like, is that something that that you you know, going back to uh, AOC, like is it something that young people don't even consider? You know, there's, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about children's books where it's like, uh, you know, oh, I want to be an astronaut. I want to be uh, president of the United States. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually don't find myself encouraging my son to think about public office, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and I'm, I, I'm thinking about that right now and, and thinking to myself, Why? Why is that not something that I want for him? And, and and there's a lot of feelings that come up. I mean, he is a going to be a like white male, so <laughs> that is that is one of them. Um, but you can do what white Wes, you can do whatever you want. Uh, I, you're house? gonna be you're gonna be the you know the best the the best adult ever. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe we could talk about that a little bit. Just like where what encourages young people to feel as if they have this civic duty yeah i think it's like compassion for other people right Mm -hmm. um i didn't really feel as political as i am until i became a nurse and have worked with different sorts of families from socioeconomic backgrounds and uh, income levels so um, I think that really fired me up a lot and like why is it that like I have a like why is it that the person on the side of the freeway selling flowers um, to hustle for his family like why he works harder than I do my dad worked two jobs when he was coming here like why do I deserve a better life than my father you know what I mean it's an important reminder too that uh if you are someone who considers yourself not political, that is a massive privilege. Oh, yeah. It yeah. means that mm-hmm. you have never been affected by a policy change. It means you're you just didn't grow up with having your life affected 
in that way, which mm-hmm. is an incredibly privileged way to grow up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it not voting is not a choice. It's well, not voting is a vote for Trump. Make yeah, no mistake, that's, that's what that is. Unless you cannot vote, unless there is yeah. something. Voter suppression is very real. So. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if your vote is suppressed and you cannot, yeah. If there are things that are stopping you from voting, if the systems in place are working against you, mm-hmm. yeah, that's not a vote for Trump. A vote for Trump is choosing to actively not vote. Earlier, I was talking about how paralyzing it is. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. just feeling like you can't do anything. Um, but that actually is one of the things that I feel very comfortable doing is helping other people vote, driving people to the polls, mm-hmm. uh, taking someone's shift at work so that they can spend three hours in line, mm-hmm. you know, or uh, I mean, yeah, getting out the vote, helping people to uh, to get registered to vote a lot of people are volunteering to be poll workers Mm -hmm. if this wasn't the time of coronavirus i saw in the last election people would have like vats of fruit snacks and like snacks for people waiting in line Mm -hmm. and water bottles and stuff but i know that things are a little different now so yeah but there are organizations doing stuff like bringing marching bands to the polls or pizzas there was the pizza party to the polls like text us where there's a long polling line Mm -hmm. and we'll deliver free pizza Mm -hmm. yeah i mean something as small as an an umbrella (laughs) for somebody who's waiting in line in the rain Mm -hmm. or something like that i mean my gosh yeah also don't forget if you are in line to vote it is your right to vote that day Mm-hmm. So if they tell you you have to go home, if they tell you you cannot come in, that is that's false. voter suppression. That is false. You are allowed to go in and cast your vote if you have been waiting in line. Mm-hmm. Um, so just make sure you do that. And another important thing to remember with coronavirus right now, especially, highly recommend watching John Oliver's episode on it because he is much funnier and more eloquent than I am. Uh, but I'm surprised. <laughs> I, think, I think you're very old. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. John's pretty funny. Um, but he had a great episode sort of that eased a little bit of my anxiety about uh, November 3rd. We will not know the president on November 3rd. Yeah, it it's going to mm-hmm. be a voting. It's going to be election week. It could be election month in certain states mm-hmm. and certain counties. They can't even count mail in ballots until the day of the election. Mm-hmm. And there's just simply not enough people to work the polls to count. You know, the in Houston, they have the one drop off box. I mean, there's there's a lot that's, that's going to impede not- the speed and there's probably also going to be a lot of misinformation coming out in that period of time. I think that is purposefully going to try and scare people or yeah. intimidate mm-hmm. people or. Yeah. But I think just staying really vigilant, checking all your sources when you hear something online before you share it, share more than I like Twitter started doing. Did you read this article? <laughs> <laughs> when you go to go to retweet an article, mm-hmm. oh did you God. read more than just the headline? Yeah. <laughs> like read more, see who wrote it, see what a news source it came from mm. and talk to your friends. Yeah. yeah. I, talk to your friends, see where they're at encourage them to vote discuss different issues yeah that's one thing about voting that we touched on a little bit in in the beginning just with you know like maggie growing up in the oc you know that a lot of people don't talk about it and when they Mm -hmm. do talk about it there is intimidation to go along with what your family is doing or what your friends are doing Mm -hmm. but going back to you know really think about those those core issues that are like what you want 
Mm-hmm. You know, like if you're ever having a difficult conversation with someone who completely opposes your fundamental beliefs, I think just coming with a calm attitude and lots of information and facts, like it, I think it really helps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have uh, any experience, you know, talking to somebody who did have a completely different point of view? I grew up in a pretty conservative town. Um, and then just people at work, like I come into mm-hmm. contact with so many different uh political beliefs like i'll have one family in one room listening to rachel maddow in one room and then i'll go into the next room and it's just uh fox news so it's really hard so i know at work i kind of have to i'll just come from a place of i'll just talk about facts right because if there were ever to be a dispute or anything my manager has blatantly told me like please don't please don't so i kind of have to bite my tongue sure Mm-hmm. And I've had harder conversations with patients' family that don't have the same beliefs of, my, of mine, but at the same time, I have to acknowledge that I'm in a professional setting. But you had a, a family tell you that COVID wasn't real. Yeah. And I had come back that week. From having it. From having it. Stop. The mother never had her mask on anytime I'd come into the room, which, I mean, it puts me at risk and it puts the other patients I'm taking care of that day at risk. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as the physician walked in to check in on the patient, I mean, the the patient's daughter, so respectful, had her mask on. I know she was mortified by the things that were coming out of her mother's mouth. But as soon as the physician came in, the mom was like, oh, let me get my mask. Wow. It was just like... It was like respect. a respect. Wow. Yeah. Thing. Also, yeah. Like, the, like the politics of, yeah. of physicians versus nurses and how she clearly... Wow. Like there was a there was like a respect issue there. Yeah. So I was I was I talked to my manager that day and she's like, oh, I'll just make sure next time she comes in that she has her mask on. But I was stunned at just the wow. lack of respect for staff. It seems like her daughter has very opposing viewpoints than her mother does. And I hope I have a lot of hope for the youth in this country. And um, yeah, I hope that we continue to pro- progress in the right direction mm-hmm. <laughs> and that she changes her mom <laughs> yeah. yeah i think that's a really good point the the youth of today there's a lot to look forward to with them i think they're making really smart informed decisions and they're willing to have the tough conversations so yeah. um that's really good uh but guys we are now at the end of the podcast that is our our sort of pre-election podcast uh we really really encourage you to go out and vote if you haven't um talk to your friends and family about about voting discuss the issues with your friends and family uh there are a lot of resources out there for you that are just a click away yeah yeah um but our next episode that's actually going to come out on election day is going to be a very lax episode it's gonna be very <laughs> relaxing so just know <laughs> bear with us bear with us I'm so sorry <laughs> we're Today so was proud. a little heavier but next week we're gonna be we're gonna try and give you some tips for self-care yeah. so you can think about relaxing on that day uh but yeah we'll yeah. see you guys next week yeah. and have a good week <laughs> Thank your nurses. Tip your servers. Uh, <laughs> wear your mask. Be a good wash human. Your wear your mask. Yeah. Wash your hands. Be anti-racist. Yes. <laughs> Do all of them. The 2020 anthem. Yes. Oh, See man. you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.